the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. According to what God told Abraham, according to the blessing that God gave to Abraham. You have a right to the blessing. I said you have a right to the blessing. Ain't none of y'all saying nothing. Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Faith Broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he wraps up this series with Rewards of Kingdom Citizenship. See, you can prevent yourself from having what God wants you to have because you don't believe for it. Don't worry about the money. Money comes, your your faith calls money. Are y'all here? Glory to God. Your faith calls money. And look at you say, where'd this money come from? It was there all along. It's just that you weren't using your faith to get it. Are y'all hearing me? So man, I walked that yard. I think I I think I cut that grass one time. <laughs> And I heard up and got in faith. I hurried up and got in faith for somebody to come and cut that grass. I thought about it this morning. I think about this morning. I'm saying, wow, man. You know, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't cut grass, blowed leaves. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Now, if you want to go out there and do that, you understand, and you got the time to do that, you go ahead. But that yard that I got, I just didn't have time. I couldn't, I couldn't come in here, you know, and minister to you. You understand? I'm out there on Saturday cutting grass. <laughs> you have made, you have male and female servants to free you up to do some things that God wants you to do. You can't do it because you're too busy doing something for yourself. I'm just talking. Yeah. I mean, why would God give you money when you really don't need it? You know, I mean, hey, you're doing everything. Okay, fine. You don't need a whole lot bunch of money. You're doing it yourself. But when you start employing other people, now you start believing God. <laughs> I love employing other people. Anybody else like that in here? Come on. That's what I'm talking about. I love employing other people. I mean, it just feels good to be able to supply someone else with a lifestyle. Don't hear what I said. I say it just feels good to supply someone else with a lifestyle. Amen. 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 I mean, I, I love it. I, I, I love it. I love it. I know this person now 
can feed his family, can do something for their family. And I'm the one who's helping them to do that. See, you come to the business seminars, you, you start thinking like that, you see. See, because every one of you all should be entrepreneurs. That means employing somebody. I'm not talking about a high class um, uh, self-employment. <laughs> Are you understand? I'm not talking about I'm not talking about self-employment. I'm talking about business. There's a difference. I told I, I was telling I was telling uh, one of the persons that's in the uh, in the business that do the business seminar. I said we got to change some things because I realize that some people come in and they and they're not in for business. They're in for self-employment. There's a difference. There's a different mindset for people who are in for, and we can help you, you understand, even if you want to be self-employed. But that doesn't mean that you want to be in business. Can y'all understand the difference? Yeah. How many of y'all really want to be in business? We're not talking about self-employed. See, because self-employed people just want to get out from underneath somebody else who's telling them what to do. And they want to be able to tell them they want to be in control of their own life. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But you see, the greater thing is to be a business person who employs other people. That's what Abraham was. Abraham had maid servants and men servants. That means he had the people. He had enough people, you understand, to fight, fight uh, kings to get his nephew back. He had, he had a group of people that he, was, that, he was, that he had in his employment. Oh, man. Okay. Let's look at, let's look at one other thing. Let's look at, um, let's look at chapter 13, I think it is. Is it 13? Let me see. 13 too, yeah. Chapter 13 too. Now, this is supposed to be you. Listen, Jesus died so that you could receive the same blessing that Abraham had on him. I look back at, when I look back at Abraham and Abraham is employing all these people. Hey, are y'all with me? Okay. Look at verse two. I'll, look, I'll begin reading the verse three, and he says, "Then Abram, Abram went up to Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him. There he is, tagging along, Lot to the south. Abram, Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. Wow, isn't that something right there? Silver and he was very rich. We are." Supposed to be the same way. Now, let's go over to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. We've only got a few more minutes. We'll look at Deuteronomy, 20, 28th chapter. And let's just, let's just look at some of this, okay? Y'all with me? See, faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing by what? The word, the word of God. And so, although I know, you know, everybody want to know about Jesus, well, when we tell you about Jesus in in this light, a lot of people a lot of people get upset. They get upset because 
Well, I want to know about Jesus. Well, this is about Jesus. This is what Jesus did so that you could have something. And the whole thing is about you having what you, what you couldn't have without him. Amen. Are you all with me? What you can have. Now, in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, let's look at this for a minute. And let's go down through this. We, we started uh, a few weeks back. But let's look at this. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice, if you diligently obey the voice, if you diligently do what? Obey the voice. Obey the voice. Isaiah one nineteen says, if we are willing and what? Obedient. What will happen? You eat, you eat the good of the land. If we're willing and obedient. As a matter of fact, I want to I want to throw another uh, scripture in there for you in reference to to this. I think I have it somewhere because let's see. Look with me to Job thirty six eleven. Job thirty six eleven. Hallelujah. If we're willing and obedient, that means if I'm following and doing what God tells me to do, I should eat the good of the land. So Job thirty six eleven says where is it now? I'm in the wrong. I'm in the wrong. Oh, come on now. Okay. Job 36, 11 says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in what? And their years in what? In pleasures. If they obey and serve him. What is it talking about? Obeying his voice. So here in Deuteronomy 28 chapter verse 1 it says, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Now, let's talk about this for a little bit because I talked about it before. In the New Testament, in the Old Testament, it was external. In the New Testament, it's internal. That is, to obey the voice of God. Are you with me? What he has given us in the New, in the New Testament, according to Hebrews, we were looking at the 8th chapter just a, a week or so ago, that God determined in prophetic writings that he would write this, these words, these things that he's talking about obey him and so forth and so on. That was external, but now it's going to be internal. He would write them on your heart and he would write them on your mind. We understand that our tongue is the tongue that God will use to write his commands, his laws on our mind and in our heart. And on our heart. 
So if we are not confessing the word of God, then the word of God cannot be written in our heart and in our mind. Because that's God's mode of operation. Our tongue is like the pen of a ready writer, according to Isaiah 45, what, 1. So, is it Isaiah 45, 1? Psalm 45, 1. Psalm 45, 1. That's what it is. Psalm 45, 1. Not Isaiah. I said, I said something wrong the other other day, and and um, my wife corrected me. She said that's, not, that's supposed to be First Timothy, not Psalm forty-five, one, right? Yeah, I know it is. So our tongue. Now, all of these things is what he's talking about. Belong to us. We can write these on our heart by confessing these things. We see in, in, in Deuteronomy, the, the 28th chapter. But we got to confess what God has given to us. And we also have to confess the other things that God tells us, right? Because the word of God says, if you, diligently, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commands, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations. And all these blessings will come upon you, verse 2, and overtake, and overtake you. Will come on you and overtake you. Okay, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now, we know that out of our heart is where we live from. In other words, we act from what's in our heart. We know that it's in our heart because he says, you know, murders and adultery and all this stuff. It comes right out your heart. Comes right out your heart. Well, the blessings come out of our heart, too. You see, but you got to speak and declare the word of God so that it's in your heart. You don't get this in your heart. You're not going to look for it. You're not going to act on it. It's just not going to be there for you to act out. Are you with me? So let's look to see then, because you have to say, Lord, I thank you that you bless me coming in and going out in the city as well as in the country. I decree and declare. Well, let's look at that, Job. Come on, let's look at that for a minute. Because we got to know what we're doing. Amen. Let's look at Job 22, 28, I think. Job 22, 28. Let's look and see what it says now. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. Now, if we go to um, Proverbs, the fourth chapter, we'll find out also that the path of the righteous, light will shine on the path of the right. So you become righteous because you're doing, because you put God's word in your heart and now you're acting, you're walking it out. So you automatically become righteous. We are automatically righteous, but in order for us to now remain in that state or to live out righteousness, it has to be in our heart. You can't live out righteousness, it's not in your heart. Amen? So he says now, if I declare a thing, it will be established for me. I know according to, as I said before, Luke 137, that every word of God, every word of God that's planted in my heart, will accomplish what it is what that word is set out for amen okay Isaiah 55 11 lets us know that no word 
that, uh, that we speak or declare is void of producing. Amen? All right? So, go back to uh, Deuteronomy 28. I got to say all of that, you understand, so that someone who may have just, they may have just tapped in, looked in, or they may get the CD, you understand, and this is, and so you, you got to understand. We, I, we can't go at this half-heartedly. Right. Amen. 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 And so he says now, blessed, verse 3, shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Well, the shell is italicized, which means that the writers put that in there. Now, right here he says, blessed be the fruit of your body or blessed bless you in the city and blessed you in the country. I'm blessed. I'm blessed wherever I go if I obey the voice of the Lord. And so I'm going to declare I'm blessed. What else can I declare? Yeah. Are are you with me? I, I, I have to declare And and whenever we say I am, we are always putting God in it. uh, Y'all kind of missing it now. You got to get it. Who is he? He is I am. So when you say I am, you're always putting God in whatever it is that you're doing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So I declare and decree, I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the country. Now, I am that I am because of the I am. (laughs) God is the one who makes me. I don't make myself. That's the reason when we say I am, we're saying God makes me. Are you? you, you, Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he says now, bless be the fruit of your body. Verse four, the produce of your ground, the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, the offspring of your flocks. Man, that's uh, stocks, bonds, whatever. <laughs> whatever it is that you have to make money off of or represents money, I am blessed. Amen. So I declare I am blessed. Amen. Amen. That I that my body is blessed. I declare that the ground is blessed. Ground where I am. Everything increased. Blessed shall you be, share your basket, your kneading bowl. That's food. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. And you all hear me always, that's my last thing. That we will be blessed coming in, we'll be blessed going out. Amen. 
we have been made the head and not the tail. And that's always in here. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Who's going to do that? God is. So I don't have to fight my battle. Amen. I saw something yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. That I said, man, this guy acts, and he is a Christian, but he's acting more like a mature Christian than a lot of Christians that's been around for a long time. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Some of y'all do and some of y'all don't. Y'all looking at me with blank faces. Because, exactly, Obama invited Romney to come and have a talk. And that was most one of the most fiercest Trump. What I say? What I what I say before? Yeah, that was wrong. Yeah. Trump invited Romney. And they had some of the fierce what speaking, what they had said against one another in and I mean it was woo. Some people probably couldn't get over it. But here's a man who invited him to come and talk to him. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, this is what Christians are supposed to do. Forgive and forget what went on in the past and reach toward a goal of a higher calling. I'm like, presidential? Is he presidential? Can he be presidential? My gosh. He's acting like a mature Christian. And so, when I see things like that happening, it ought to challenge us as Christians when we're not doing that. When we are not, when you had a beef with somebody. And you ain't want, you ain't want to come in the same room they're in. Let alone shake the hand. No, we cannot be like that. Amen. Anyway. God fights your battle for you. You just let him fight your battle for you. Amen. What scripture would I stop at? Number seven. Number eight says the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. Woo. That bank account's right there, huh? Yes, sir. He will do what? Command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So I declare that my storehouse is blessed. Yeah, houses. Because I got a few of them. <laughs> yeah. And God says he will command a blessing on my storehouses. So are we declaring that? Or are we just looking at it in scripture and says, well, you know, the Lord said he would do that. He ain't doing nothing unless you're declaring it, unless you're confessing it. Amen. Are you with me? Trying to get you somewhere. Amen. 
Verse 9 says, the Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Now, we can do that because we get it in our heart. That means we can keep his commandments and we can walk in his ways. Then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, your, the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord your Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open you to his good treasure. Uh-oh. The Lord will do what? Open you to his good treasure. The Lord will open you to his good treasure. The heavens to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall what? You shall not borrow. You shall not borrow. You shall lend to many, but not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today and are careful to observe them. So you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. So I can't get caught up with other things. Amen. Are you with me? Glory to God. When I see this in the scripture and I understand that God has redeemed me from the curse of the law so that I could have what I see here. We ought to go over this. Keep it abreast. Understand where God wants you to be. As you read and as you study and meditate on this, God will open you up to new ideas. He will give you new approaches to things so that what he's talking about, he will bring on you. He will give you that. But you got to change the way you think. You know, I, I, I always thought I'd do every, everything I do. I'd be doing for myself. I'd do it for myself. I'd do it for myself. I don't need somebody work. I don't need, the, I don't need nobody doing whatever. When I push that lawnmower and realize I changed the way I thought in a hurry, in a hurry. I didn't have time to be doing that. I had already changed my way of thinking before because I always wanted to work on my own automobiles. I'm pretty good. You know, I, I could do pretty good. Tearing cars down, put them back together and all that kind of thing. And then when the Lord called me, you understand, I ain't got time to be climbing up underneath no car. So you know what I had, you know what I had to believe God for? Taking my car, not to the shade tree mechanic. mechanic. I'm, help, I'm helping somebody. I had to believe God to take my automobiles back to the dealership. Pay all that money? That's the first thing that comes to your mind. Pay all that money? You believe God to take your car back to the dealership because God's going to pay for it. Amen. I'm not going to pay for anything 
God says, he will make me. I've got to believe God. If you're trying to control the money, you won't have any. But if you let God control it, you'll have plenty. I got to stop because my time's up. Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you're in the D.C. metropolitan area, Dr. Mills invites you to join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.